Uh, really good to see you all. Um, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. Jason, you watching TV in your phone or what are you doing? There? <laughs> Only joking. Only joking. Um, yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on here and uh, getting a bit of time together. Um, I'm not going to be really, I'm not going to be very long. I would love it that uh, as we did this last Thursday, I'd love that this would be maybe we would create this a bit of a rhythm for our for family life over the next number of Thursdays. Um, so the idea being that we'll we'll come together and we'll see each other and we'll wave and we'll say hello. And um, and then ideally, I'd love just to take 10 or 15 minutes to, to share something. Um, not always me, but the idea that it would take 10 or 15 minutes to share. And then while everybody's together, if possible, uh, that we would just have maybe 20, 20 minutes of 30 minutes just of worship um, in our homes. And I know that's difficult. Like some of our kids, like Katie's here too. She's two. She doesn't fully fully understand all that's going on. But just the idea of just creating an atmosphere of worship, the, the idea of over these weeks and that's months good. that we have in our, in our homes, that um, we would just create regular rhythms um, where we're, um, like rediscovering our passion and our longing for the presence of Jesus, and so that's my that's my heart. That would be that's what I would love us to do on these Thursday evenings, ten or fifteen minutes, and then just while we're all together, as much as as much as possible. Um, don't get frustrated by how much uh, the, the the smaller ones are engaging. It's the idea of just creating an atmosphere where the kids are um, are, are are listening and um, being able to sense the presence of the Lord. Hopefully, so. One one thing I'd love to do uh, on 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 these Thursdays, and again, it's not always it's not always going to be me. Um, I wouldn't want that. I know you wouldn't want that. But I'd love to go through um, twelve the twelve spiritual disciplines that um, that Richard Foster has used in his book, The Celebration of the Disciplines, and um, and so the first one that I want to the first one I want to look at this. Tonight is uh, is meditation, so it goes through it goes through meditation, prayer, fasting, study, submission, submission, solitude, um, worship, all of that loads of stuff. Today, first one I want to look at is um, is meditation. Sorry, meditation, and uh, and just in conversation over the last couple of days, I have become. Uh, I become really conscious. I think one of the, the my deepest prayer has been, Father, please don't let me miss this opportunity. Like there's moments throughout the day where I I can get caught up in the in all the news items and all of the stuff that's going that's scrolling uh, down our social media feeds, um, and you get sucked in by that. And it's not that I want to ignore it. How how can we? How can we ignore it? We're wanting to be wise, we're wanting to be sensitive, um, but I'm also aware that there's an opportunity for us. There's an opportunity for each one of us, and I don't want to come out the other end of this with that feeling that I've missed a chance that I'll never get again. I've missed a chance to develop relationship with 
the Lord. I miss a chance to develop relationship with family. I miss a chance, even though it's not in physical contact, I miss a chance to develop relationships with one another, to be able to love my community really well. And so I just, I just am so aware that I don't want to come out the other end of this, and I don't want that for any of you. And I don't think you would want that either, to come out the other end of this and have missed a chance that we will never get again to deepen relationships. And that's what I want. That's why I want to go through these 12 spiritual disciplines, because I think that uh, as we present these disciplines, they will push you deeper into Jesus if you let them. So just, it's, it's a, it really is a, it's a two way thing here. It's all about, as Galatians chapter six talks about, um, reaping what you sow our, our job is to create the right condition for god to bring growth and so the spiritual disciplines i believe offer us uh, the the opportunity to provide the right conditions for something to grow and um and i think that this all it does a lot of this will come down to hunger a lot of this will come down to like just your desire but i think if we let them these 12 disciplines that we're going to look at will push us deeper into jesus and so the disciplines of the spiritual life, and particularly these 12, and I'm sure there's more, this is not, this is not an exhaustive list, but the disciplines of the spiritual life um, call us to move beyond the surface, living into the depths. So that's what, that's what I'd love us to do on these Thursday nights, moving beyond uh, the surface. The disciplines of the spiritual life call us to that. They call us to move beyond the surface, and living into the depths. And um, let me just read a few verses from Ephesians chapter 3. Um, I think that you will be familiar with. If you've been around, if you've been around um, Grace Community Church for any length of time, I'm sure that you will be familiar with um, many parts of Ephesians. But chapter 3, um, verses 14, and I'd love to read right down to verse 19. For this reason, I kneel before the Father, Paul says, from whom the whole family, from whom his whole family, uh, the Father's in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. And, that, and in some ways, that's the crux of what, uh, what we're wanting to do, looking at these spiritual disciplines, that we will be strengthened through his spirit in our inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. The message version the message version of verse 16 or 17 says that you would be, he would strengthen you by his spirit with a glorious inner strength that Christ will live in you as you open the door and invite him in. And so I think this is what these, these 12 disciplines that we're going to look at are an opportunity for us to push deeper into Jesus, push deeper into the heart of the Father, push deeper into the ways uh, of the Holy Spirit if we let if we let them and his heart the heart of the father is that he would strengthen us in our inner being and that christ will live in us as we open the door and invite him in 
And so this is uh, this is something for us to, to be challenged by with corporately, but I think it's important that we're also wanting to be really honest, um, really authentic, really open um, in our own personal communication with God. Uh, Leo Tolstoy is a Russian author, and he said, everybody thinks of changing humanity, but nobody thinks of changing himself. And, uh, and so this is, what we're, this is what we're looking to do as we engage in these disciplines. It is not just about thinking, how can we change humanity, but how can we think about changing ourselves? Something that te- would take place within our inner being so that Christ would dwell in our hearts and that we would fully understand the love that he has for us. So the first discipline I want to look at, I'll just talk about it for a few minutes here, uh, as I said, is meditation. And I shared this. I shared these twelve disciplines. Um, well, having I never even got finishing them all. Uh, Sophie's already heard this already. But um, the first, the first discipline that I that I did way back at the start of the mission school, before any of this was going on, before our worlds were turned upside down, uh, I started off. I started off the conversation on meditation, saying that the idea of meditating is strange to modern ears in a world of busyness and instant. And it's not as, it doesn't sound as strange right now because our busyness and our, 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 our longing for instant gratification has been stripped away. And so the idea of meditation now doesn't seem as strange as it maybe did two or three, two or three months ago. And uh, if you were to engage with many, many places in the Bible, uh, meditation is not, it's not some uh, Eastern New Age thing. Meditation is a Christian biblical principle. And you'll see various, various times throughout the scripture, the idea of what it is to meditate. And, um, and there's, very, there's actually various meanings. The Hebrew, the Hebrew gives two different words for meditation and the various meanings um, that, that is given, the various meanings when the Bible uses meditation are to rehearse. It is rehearsing God's deeds. It is reflecting on God's works and it is listening to God's voice. And I suppose it's the listening God's voice part of the uh, meaning of the word that I'm particularly interested in, that I would be challenging myself with and I'd be challenging all of you with. And again, as I go to the as I go to the characters throughout the scriptures, and I see Isaac, uh, who in Genesis twenty six, I think it is, who went out to the field as he normally did to meditate. And we we read many times of the psalmist. We read of David, um, how he meditated. We read of Elijah and Isaiah and Jeremiah, and uh, and I think it's really important to hear. It's really important for you to know that God's God spoke to them not because of their special ability not because of any special ability that they had but but because of their willingness to live it's really important i think god didn't god didn't speak to all of these uh, these wonderful characters that we have written down for us their stories written down for us the ups and the downs throughout the scripture um but he spoke to them because of their willingness to listen and so i think that's what that's what we're that's what we're looking to do when it comes to meditation. It was that ultimately, 
as good as it is to look back at Isaac and David and Elijah and all of these other Old Testament characters, the reality is our, our example, our model, our, the one that we're wanting to imitate, Jesus, it was the habit of Jesus. And so again, you've heard me say this many times, but the, the habit of Jesus was to withdraw to a solitary place to listen. It was the habit of Jesus to withdraw to the quiet. It was his habit, his habit to get up to the mountain. It was his habit just to get away to the quiet place to listen. And we know that many times, especially throughout the Gospel of John, we see, we see Jesus saying over and over again, I only, I only do what I see the Father do. I only say what I hear the Father say. See, he went away to the solitary place, not just to get away from the busyness, not just to not just to get his, get his head shard or whatever language it is that we use, but he withdrew in order to listen. And that's what meditation is. That's what, we're, that's what we're talking about when we consider this incredibly important discipline. We withdraw to a solitary place in order to listen. I love what Thomas A. Kempis wrote. Or, or I don't even know if he wrote it, but he, it's, he's, quoted as, um, he's quoted as saying when it came to meditation, as he defined what meditation was, he said it's growing into a familiar friendship with Jesus. And I, I absolutely love that. This idea, the, the way to define meditation for Thomas A. Kempis was that it was to grow into a familiar friendship with Jesus. And if there was ever a time, like I, 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 if it's going to become real, real cliche, isn't it? If there was ever a time, but if there was ever a time for us to grow into a familiar friendship with Jesus, it potentially is now. There's an opportunity for us now then uh, in a way that there's never been before. And I truly believe, and as we, as we, as we step off uh, from this platform and go and just try to create an atmosphere of worship, what meditation is boldly calling us to is to enter into the living presence of God for ourselves. It's boldly calling us. I'm convinced of it. Boldly calling us to enter into the living presence of God for ourselves. All of the other structures, all of the other institutions, all of the other things that we have relied upon, that I, I have relied upon the structure of a Thursday and a Sunday and the Monday morning prayer meeting, I've relied upon all of those things. I've relied upon all the institutions, but I've, I've relied upon all the, all the patterns that have been established. But they, when all of those things begin to, begin to are removed, when they, begin to, uh, when they begin to crumble around us in some way, um, all those things that we have relied on, they've been removed, then this practice, I think, becomes even more vital. This practice of meditation, of, of, of entering into the living presence of God for ourselves, to step, away to, the, to step away to the quiet in order to listen is really important for us. It is vital for us. It is key for us, I think, to, to keep going. We need to be in the presence of the Lord if we're going to be sustained through these days. You know, I, I think we need to hear the voice, we need to hear the whisper of the Holy Spirit if we're going to be sustained through these days. Nothing else is going to sustain us, I think, apart from the living presence of God, apart from the gentle whisper of the Holy Spirit and the assurance that, as Jesus said, that he's not going to leave us alone. He's going to send someone and, and uh, will be our advocate, will be our comforter, will be our defender. 
I there's many other practical things that we could talk about, but um, for now, I think it's worthwhile just to say that there is an, that it is important that you would find a time, I think, that you would find a place, you would find a posture. And, I, and, and I'm aware that for, for, for many of us, the, the time and the place and is, is challenging. It's going to take me and Judith are trying to work out like we, if we're gonna if we're gonna devote ourselves to this, if we're gonna give time to this, we need to schedule this in the same way we've scheduled the our kids' schoolwork. Like our 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 kids' day has been scheduled, um, and that works for us. That does, I'm not putting that on anybody else. That that's what's working for us right now. But for me and Judith, we've realised actually if we don't schedule in this time to to be with Jesus, to to boldly enter the living presence of God. And this, and this, and to give time, either separately or as together, to to step away from all of the other stuff in order to listen, um, it it'll not get done. And so the important there is a real, it is really important that we consider a time, and a place, and a posture. And I also want to say this because as 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 I look at all the devotional masters, the likes of. Um, Thomas Merton and Thomas Kelly and all of these other sort of old school devotional masters, their meditation on scripture was their central reference point by which all other forms of meditation are kept in a proper perspective. So there's other things, there's other ways for us to meditate. We can meditate upon creation. We can meditate upon uh, events. We can, we, can do that. we can do all of that. But like the devotional masters, meditation on scripture and so i suppose that's what i would be encouraging you to as well as you set set aside time to listen and enter into the presence of the lord that you would do it with an open bible that that would become the central reference point by which everything else by all those other forms of meditation are kept in their proper perspective and so my my prayer as i finish here is that that for some that, that we'd almost be have an experience like Mary had um, in Luke chapter 2 when she treasured these things and pondered them in her heart. And, um, and so, yeah, I, I, I would love that that would be... Because we, we actually... I, I, I'm more aware than ever that we're not, we're not in need of any more intelligent people. We're not in need of any more gifted people. We're actually in need of really deep people people that will um, that will push deeper into the heart of the Father, into the ways of Jesus, into the, into the ways of the Holy Spirit, and begin to treasure the things that he is saying and ponder them in our hearts, meditate upon them as he begins to speak life and hope and joy into uh, those moments of quiet, uh, solitary meditation. Is that all right? Three thumbs up. Thanks. Oh, yes. Two thumbs up from the Javs. Um, yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us here. Um, I, I would love it if... Mom, why don't you pray for... Um, why don't you pray for us? Uh, pray, for the, pray for the gap years as they make their way to the airport. Um, pray for many, many of the, the people that I'm looking at on the screen here, Christine and Jenna and Joanne and, and Judith, people who are right 
I continue to be right in the front line and taking care of of people in these days and uh, it'll be really good just to just to pray for them and uh, so mum will pray and if there's anybody who wants to jump in with something really quickly that, uh, that, you, that you're that you're burning inside you, you, you'll not be able to not get it out to do that um, but if not uh, I'd encourage you all to go and let's take 15 or 20 minutes just to just to put on some worship music uh, and just love Jesus for a wee while together as family. Go for it, Mum. Thank you. Okay. Father, we just thank you for this time of just seeing one another, listening to your word. Lord, these times are so precious to us. And the times that we connect with each other are so precious. But Lord, we just thank you for the opportunity that we have of connecting more with you. And Lord, we just pray, Lord, that we will, each one of us, take this opportunity to, to connect in a deeper way. To go deeper into, Lord, the things that you have for us. And Lord, in days like these, we need you so much. Lord, we're just asking for your hand of protection on the interns as they make their way home. We thank you for each one of them, Lord. We thank you that you know the reason, just why this is all happening. Lord, it's been a a sad and emotional day here. But Father, we know, Lord, we know that we know that you're in control. And Lord, in the midst of it all, we trust you. So Lord, we just pray as the guys head home that you will just protect them on their journey, be with them, be with their families, Lord, as they arrive home. Lord, be with us as we are feeling the ache of their going. I pray especially for Sophie, Lord, as she yeah. is here, Lord, without the friends that she's made. Bless her. So, Lord, we just, we're leaving all these things before you, Lord. We love you. We trust you. We thank you for all that you've done, all that you're doing. Mm. And we pray, Lord, that... You will be with Judith and Jenna, Joanne and Christine. Lord, we're just asking, Lord, that you will be their special protection at this time. Lord, we just thank you so much for them. Yeah. For their sacrifice, for their for their love, Lord, for their service for others. And Lord, we just pray and Lord that you will protect them. Lord, that you will give them peace of mind and peace of heart. Lord, we're just, yes. just thanking you, Lord. We just love you. We praise you, Lord, in the midst of all these. Lord, your promises are true. And Lord, we find that your promises are so true. We thank you for your yes. presence. Lord, just go with each one of us, Lord. Be with all the, the children, each one of them, Lord, in this time. We just thank you for them, and the homes and the families that are making this a special time for them. And we just pray, Lord, that even in this time, 
that you will draw near to them. Yeah. And Lord, that they will know your presence. And Lord, you'll teach them things in this time that they'll never forget. Yeah. Lord, we love you. We thank you for each other. We thank you for your presence. Just go with us now as we, whatever we do now, we pray that you go with us. Bless us. In your name. Amen. Amen.